What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud up. What do you got? All right. So something fun to do this weekend. June is Pride Month, if you guys were not aware. Spoiler alert. So if you want to go and celebrate, you guys can start. Actually, today there's a three-day event happening in WeHo. And it, it is a ticketed event, but it's super cool. It has, um, it's called WeHo Pride Street Fair. And it uh, it's called, the ticketed event is called Out Loud Rising Voices Music Festival. So if you guys want more information, I'm going to put it on Twitter. So you guys can get that. The, I already looked because, you know, your girl plans ahead. The weekend looks pretty fun, pretty good, good weather. So if you guys want to go and support, you guys can do that. Saturday, starting today all the way to Sunday. So the WeHo Pride Festival has got to be top two in America in terms of, like, places where they get after it um, nationally, right? Like, I mean, I imagine that's one of the more, I I don't want to say pop, what's the word I'm looking for here? Popular. Yeah, but just, like, I don't know if I have the pull to get into some of those functions, you know what I'm saying? Because they're going to be so jumping. I mean, like, that's, you know, that's where it's really getting off, and that's where it's most fun, too. I've so I've been to a few things, like especially like because a lot of the LA stuff moved over and it's kind of been you know during the pandemic, a lot of things have kind of shifted city wise. Uh-huh. But honestly, I don't think it's like that hard to do okay. like, or get in. Right. Like, you, I mean, obviously, things like where you got to buy a ticket, it might be sold out, stuff like right. that. But like, honestly, even if you just go to WeHo and you, you just, can just go and that's what I'm pack. saying. Yeah, that's no what, problem. That's what I'm yes. saying. That's a no problem issue. I just, yeah. I was just wondering how packed is that going to be? Because that's oh, going to be bro. It, I mega mean, packed. It is. Yeah. Like, because even again, you know, pandemic stuff kind of has kicked things to the curb. But even if you go like during Halloween, like the, like if you go oh, to West Hollywood, oh my God, it is. People are done up. Like, it's a whole thing. You Unparalleled know? is the word I it's would use. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's always fun. Like, I love WeHo. Like, it is always a good time. You know, you can get drunk, but not... Like, it's... I don't know how to explain it. Because you get drunk and you're like, yo, I'm so twisted. Uh-huh. But it's like... You don't feel out of place and weird. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just a cool vibe. I'm trying to think of this. I stayed at a, a hotel in WeHo that was awesome, and I can't remember the name right now. When was the last time you guys went to WeHo, Sedano and Greg, while he looks up? Um, I went, uh, so a couple years ago, I was there. I had a buddy who was staying at a hotel down there and um, who was from New York, and we went to, it's so, so it's a funny story. Um he he invited me to watch Monday Night Football there. This is when I was doing the morning show with Keyshawn and them uh-huh. and LZ. And um, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll meet you there. No problem. So we go, we watch Monday Night Football. And in this bar in WeHo, he was like, one of my buddies coming over. He's got this cool invention that's gonna that's like maybe you've heard of already. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Guy comes. It's the guy from that created the Theragun. And, oh, I just but this one was of before those. this was before it became a huge oh. deal. This is when it was still very niche. Okay. And I met this guy. He's like, yeah, yeah, man, whatever. Like, he actually literally told me he'd give, like, you know, if you want one, we could talk about it, whatever. And I did, and I never followed up with the guy. And, of course, the company blew up, and it's huge, right? Like, but, yeah, so I met. And then, who, you know who else was there at the bar watching the game who showed up, like, in, like, the first quarter was uh, the actor Kevin Connolly. Wow. Oh, yeah. What a name. That was my last. Oh, really? Now, that was easily, like, 2016, 17, that range, somewhere right. around there. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny you mentioned that because I just bought a Theragun. I really no, did. that's funny. I got one because, you know, friend of a friend, kind of similar type of situation. This guy yeah. didn't start the company, but a guy who a guy I know, like, runs whatever the, I don't know. I don't know what he does. I should know, and I'm talking on the radio recklessly about it. But right. he hooked right. me up with a discount, and I bought not only the Theragun, 
like the the regular for your yeah, legs. Yeah. But I also got the Thera face. Ooh, what? What is that? So the yeah, Thera is face is a like a multi. It's basically the same thing, but the 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 nozzles or brushes, whatever they're called, I'm not really sure that the attachments are a little bit different. You know, so it's got like a. Hmm. It's got like a. Why don't I just look this up? This got like a radiation kind of thing. It's got like a. It's got one that you can wash your actual face with. Okay. It's got. Uh, I'm interested. It's got all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Therabody Theraface. I do have to give Sedano major props for like giving us the Amazon version of the Theragun that was like super cheap. Oh man, it's like 120, Amazing. 130 bucks, and it's honestly Clinton. I. I'm not trying to diss the Theragun, but no. it's not. You can't really tell the difference. No, I, uh, yeah. listen. I, awesome. I I I canvassed this a little bit on the bird, and I asked people, and everybody said the same <laughs> thing: just buy one from Amazon or just buy one from Costco. And I was like, okay, but a guy reached out and actually gave me a lifeline to be able to buy his products at a discounted cool. rate. So I did that. You know, I, I'm not implying that I am a what do they call percussive? There's like a word for what they are. Hold on. <laughs> I learned all this terminology, by the way, so I think I'm cool. But like, I, I was I was like digging through this for quite some time. Greg, do and, you have um, a Theragun? Here it is. I Percussive to- therapy device is what or what they're known as, and so I now I now own not one but two percussive therapy devices. Yeah, I used to have one. I, I loved it. I use it all the time, and then it died, and I never got a new one. But uh, for in WeHo, because I'm just lazy like that. Okay. But <laughs> but in WeHo, I did just go to dinner there. Uh, it was a couple weeks. I forgot what it was. What the place the name place was a, a Italian restaurant, really good. Mm-hmm. But WeHo for Halloween, incredible. Right. Incredible. Oh, yeah. The best party I've yes. ever been to is Halloween in WeHo. You you bar hop there. I'm oh, telling you, it's the best. Ooh. Thousands Ooh. upon thousands of people just all dressed up, doing crazy stuff, walking up and Amazing. down. Amazing. Things the TheraFace can help with. Jaw, <laughs> jaw pain. Fine lines huh. and wrinkles. Ooh. Tension headaches. Interesting. Under eye puffiness. Oh, I want this. Generalized facial pain, and that's about it. Yeah, okay. All right. Cap needs this because he thinks he needs Botox. And, yeah, he you know thinks he's always telling me that I have Botox. I'm like, no, bro, I don't. I'm scared of Botox. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I'm Same. terrified of it. Same. Yes. That's never going to happen for no. me. Yeah. Not no. even once. Just get a good skin regiment. Theraface, on the other hand, this thing could be operational. I hope J-Girl's not listening because the box is in the house and she doesn't know oh, it's there yet. Oh, she is, is a rat. She's gonna it's not yours anymore. Trying to take, no, it's yeah. definitely going to be mine because I certainly <laughs> paid for it. But. Sounds like a villain in a, in a horror movie. Theraface? Theraface. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, coming. That sounds like a new Marvel spinoff. It's like some random thing happens in a scene. Starting you're like, Clint and Yates. You're like some guy. Right. Some guy had to run in with somebody at a makeup shop, and it was like, what happened? That was Theraface's origin <laughs> story. <laughs> you know? You wouldn't watch Theraface, George? <laughs> I feel like Theraface would be fantastic. To <laughs> I do, too. Yeah. Kills you with makeup. It's a mess. You know? <laughs> that is you what should you have listened to. to me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Uh, all right. So speaking of places to be, Clinton, and I know you love the adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, you and uh, what are we calling her? J? J-Girl. J-A-Y. J-Girl. Girl. J-Girl. Yeah, J-Girl. Um, since you love the volleyball and you took it up at UCLA, yeah. you know the spot is... The either the Manhattan or Hermosa Beach Open, right? Right. Okay, so there's there's two things about this, and i got to yes. ask you this question from a couple different standpoints. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to play volleyball in front of other no, people. No, no, I'm no. talking about go watch it. I know, I know, but hear me out. But I would. However, I would like to play a little bit more so that when I got to watch it, I could be a little bit more vibey in terms of, like, not just being some 
a-hole showing up to drink martinis and be like, look at these people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I need to connect to the soil of the volleyball community a little bit more before I start showing up to open events. It, no, I, like, I feel man, like I'm not you don't have to. No? That's okay. not true. Right, no, absolutely. I used to play. Yeah? No, it's fun. But, like, so tell me. Volleyball is no joke. Lay out the scene for me on this, George. So the Hermosa one to me, Manhattan Beach, much like Manhattan versus Hermosa in general, Manhattan Beach is, no disrespect to John Ireland, but a lot more country club is what I would say. Okay, that's a nice way to put that. Um, Hermosa is a little more get down is what I would call it. You know? <laughs> All right. Is, is that a fair assessment, Laura and Greg? Hermosa versus Manhattan? I mean, it's her most. Uh, when we were there just the other night, I, it was looked really nice. Oh, right. When you all were there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forgot. Oh, about yeah, that. yeah, that's right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah Sorry great. about that. I yeah. actually do prefer <laughs> Hermosa. Yeah. Hermosa, Hermosa is more get down. Yeah. Hermosa Beach. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So let me ask you this. What, it, like, I need to know the full layout. Like, what is the VIP experience like at the an ATP tour or whatever you're referring to situation? Like, is it a big tented event? Am I supposed to bring my own beer? Am I supposed to wear something? So what I would say is you can you can you can bring a cool like you know what we've done in the past is the the stadium court is I mean there's courts all over obviously that stretch for miles right right but the the stadium court is near the Hermosa Pier like right next to the Hermosa Pier that's perfect so what you what people do is I mean you could bring like a cooler and a, and a tent and plop down near the stadium court uh, and then walk in and out because general admission is free. Um, oh. it, the only thing that costs is the VIP stuff. Oh, well, thankfully I'm television's Clint Yates, so we might. Right. So, I mean, it, it's out. fine. So I've actually in the past, in past years, I, I mean, we would go and I'd, I'd take the kids in and out to watch a particular match. We, there was actually a, uh, a buddy of mine. Maybe you've met him. He used to, he works in the TV building. They call him Canelo as well. Jose Alvarez. Uh, yeah, Jose, of course. Jose Alvarez. Yeah. 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 So his, one of his childhood friends is one of the best volleyball players on the tour. Oh, but let me and, hit Jose up. He just hit me up yesterday. Yeah. So he, uh, I don't know if his buddy, he's, he's a Puerto Rican volleyball player. Sure. Uh, they were in the finals, uh, you know, the year before the pandemic. Um, and I was there with Jose and we were watching him play and I was, you know, in and out with the kids and just hanging right. out with the kids. And then I'd walk into the stadium court and watch some of the matches and then back and forth. And you can do that for days, really, if you want to. That sounds now, fun. It, and there's always tons of food options on the, on the boardwalk too, on the pier area. So like you can go to those restaurants and just like sit and have food. I mean, there's going to be packed. Um, but you could always like do the cooler thing and pack lunch and whatever and bring beers or whatever you want to do. Is yeah. this going to be something because this is an important breakdown depending on the event. Sometimes I like to go as a person who's doing the elite tier experience and sometimes you don't. Uh, I, I've never done the elite tier experience okay. and it's been a blast. Okay, fair enough. That's good to know. Did you dress like you were playing volleyball? I know. I went like I was going to the beach. Okay. Because, you know, you know, as you go to golf tournaments, people dress like they're about to play golf when they're not actually playing golf. They're just Correct. at a golf yeah. course. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. No, I just went like I was going to the beach because I was going in the water. Oh, very well. Um, yeah. And uh, and so it's funny when, when uh, Jose, my, our, Jose Alvarez's buddy, he, like, made it into the finals, like, for the next day. We um like we all dumped it. We jumped in the water together to celebrate. Like, oh, nice. congrats, bro! <laughs> That's yeah. cool. I yeah. need to get on this social circuit. That's not, Greg. Would you go to a volleyball game? Yeah, why not? Absolutely. Right. That's it's cool. the yeah, Greg. The you sun. can bring uh your uh your what what, what is your, Dottie? Yeah, Dottie. Yes, Dottie, yes, yeah. She yeah. love it. All right. Yeah, I'm down. I, I mean, the Sedano family is big on uh, Hermosa Beach Open. Hermosa Beach Open. Let's see when yeah. this is. It's July seventh through the 9th, I believe. 
wants. So you know everything. Or maybe 7th through the 10th, something like that. I have some people at AVP who have hit me up over things. That's why I'm saying if I hit them back, i got to know what I'm asking for. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But if you want to actually just go play, just like to have easy games, there's down in Santa Monica, there are courts that are just right there. Right I've seen those. Oh, no, no but in Hermosa and, and Manhattan even, yeah, I mean, in a, on a regular weekend, there's a million courts. So right. I was in Hermosa the other day. For like a July eighth through the tenth, Hermosa okay, Beach Open. Perfect for like a breakfast. That's you know that's the kind of thing my dad's going to be out here this that weekend. I'm going to take him to that. Anyway, I'm walking down the, the the what do they call it? It's not the boardwalk. There's another word for it in Hermosa. Anyway, Strand. The pier. The Strand. The Strand. No, the is Strand the, is where the fancy houses are. Right, right. The Strand yeah, yeah. towards the pier. This yeah. is where I'm walking. Right. And I'm like, you know, listen, I I get around a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I played some sports. I haven't played in a while. You know what I mean? But. I was I just like volleyball and I like being outside. Yeah. I like being on the sand. So I'm walking by. I'm thinking, all right, not that I'm going to jump in a game. I'm just thinking maybe I can identify a skill level that's something close to what mine might be, age wise, athleticism wise, and ask them how often they play. Maybe make a friend, find some volleyball games, bro. I walked from Hermosa Beach all the way down to, I think that bar is called Shaughnessy's or whatever. I can't remember the name of it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anybody that wasn't looking like a daggone Olympic athlete out there. Oh, that's the problem. Every, every yeah, yeah. court was yeah. packed with people legitimately well, practicing. What not you just have playing. is a, a lot of the college players yes. also go. You this know, is what I'm saying. Them. I don't yeah. know where to find casual volleyball players around my well, neighborhood. I, yeah, because I was going to – like Richard Jefferson and Luke Walton play uh, those yeah, I'm not playing with those guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. They're, they're D1 athletes who are tall. I'm looking for some dudes that are over 40 who would like to get out on the beach and knock it around and maybe – like That I don't know. Maybe the okay. audience can help you. That I mean, Greg said in Santa Monica there's some. Right. Yeah, there's some. And you can also go down to um, – uh, Malibu, there's some places to go there. Right. Too. I need entry level. Malibu's just a pain in the ass to get to, though. It is, but it's it's really nice down yeah, there. No, of is. course it's beautiful, but it's a. I mean, there's a reason it's a pain in the ass to get to. They don't want a lot, they of, don't people. Want a lot of people. <laughs> right. there, so. Zuma Beach, I, I lived there for my childhood. Nice. Oh, my God. It's just such a pain in the ass, though. Basically, I want a reason to buy more tank tops, too. That's very important. To me. <laughs> there you go. That, that works, too. To me, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. I didn't get to the crazy Lakers thing no. that I was going to run by you. We'll just do that in the next segment. We're back in two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So, Clinton, I've sent you some pictures from the last time I was there in 2019. Okay. I'm just looking at these now. Oh, this is a blast. Yeah. We have beach hats. We have Sedano and the family. Oh, this is lovely. Okay, I see the setup now. I'm looking yeah. for the VIP tent with the bar. Where is that? I'm okay, joking. Okay, so you oh, see in the first picture I, I sent the first, you. There's some side, cab- not, I wouldn't call them cabanas. They're but, like little like loge boxes, yeah. basically, with umbrellas. That's where I want to sit. Yeah. And they're on both sides of the court. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and as you see, the second picture is of the Strand and a ton of people there. Right. And a ton of tents for, like, all sorts of different all people. All sorts of buying, vendors and Selling stuff. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And then, yeah, there's the. And then there's the, the family. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oceanside this, has a good one too. Sometimes I nice. forgot what it's like. I went and it's like a nice little setup too. It's pretty. Fun. This is cool. Also, this is a giant volleyball, which is always fun to see. Yeah, and I will send you the website picture because that actually is an overhead and it's way better. Right. Uh, okay. I will be I hitting see. my people up at the AVP. I'll be reconnecting with them because I want to do. You that. know who's big in the AVP tour? Who's that? 
Chris McGee, Geeter. Really? Yes. I mean, dude, he called volleyball forever. Oh. He might still do it. I don't know if he still does or not. Okay. But, but he's like at super connected in the AVB. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because he was like Mr. Show. Play-by-play volleyball guy. Right. Forever. So this, you would call this absolutely family friendly. No question about it. So, like, if I take my dad, there's not going to be. Oh, your like, dad's going to have a blast. Right, there's I mean, not going to be like 15 drunk honks out there screaming about every other point. Are there? I mean, there not in be, the not inside the uh, the, not the, in the stadium yeah. courts. Okay. No, I mean, I'm sure the the beach. There'll be drunk people. Right, but, right. You know what I mean? Like, not hanging out like that. No, no, no. Okay. I, most people are super respectful. I've taken my kids for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, no, so. no. I get it. You know, yeah. just that's. That's fair. Oh, I'm yeah. told Long Beach has courts with the average Joes playing by the Olympic, oh, there you go. By the Olympic there you pools. Go. That's a long way to go for me, but that's what's um, I like Long yeah, Beach. That's, I could meet you in Long Beach. It's not I like, so far I from me. I was in Long Beach two days ago. Or not oh. two days ago, last weekend. That's Down in the LBC? This, that's where I got this bag of meats from. My guy from Smithfield lives in Long Beach. So, yeah. In the LBC. There was a great bar I went to in Long Beach. Was it Legend? Uh, Joe's Jost. Okay. That's like, like an old-timey Long Beach place. Like, yeah. I want to say it was, like, built in, like, 1925 or something like oh, that. Oh, that's old. I, we, we went to Legends when I was there, which is, like, the big sports bar. So Yeah, that, that was Joe cool. Jost. Like, if, if you when you go back to Long Beach, go there. I mean, it is. It looks like it was built in 1924. Right. <laughs> but if you like beer, that's the spot to be. Okay. Because okay. it's, you know, it's basically a beer joint. Right. Joe but Jost. fantastic. All right. Oh, yeah, there it and is. And then they're famous for, like, their, um, uh, their menu is very limited. It's, like, something ridiculous like... Um, I want to say they do like like pickled eggs and like yeah, it says right here unpretentious tavern opened in 1924 and yeah. serves my favorite word for any menu no frills sandwiches pickled eggs and hot dogs yeah I love a yeah. good no frills morning like yeah, yeah don't think yeah. you're getting something you're not buddy yeah it's it is a I mean when you see it it's yeah it's just like but it's great it's great but they do like uh um, you know, rye sandwiches. Like you know, it's it's not bad. Like it's good bar food. You yeah. know, is what I would. I say. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Um, but next time you're down in Long Beach, dude. unpretentious, what? correct? Unpretentious. Yeah, yes. I, don't, I don't know about that. If you're saying you're unpretentious, aren't you kind of pretentious? No. You're saying you no. That's like hipster. You're saying it's available, and you're not going to that. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. You know, I could be pretentious every day of the week, but I'm not. Well, you are pretentious every. Oh, day. really? Really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. This is why I don't get invited <laughs> to things. Apparently. <laughs> God, um, all right, you left it open. I know I did. That was, that so, was bad defense. TV's Clinton Yates. Yes. All right. Here's this is my your wacky, pie in the sky. Okay. This wacky, is, I'm, crazy Lakers. I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Not this season, but one year from now. The 2023-24 season. season. But it has to start this season. Okay. Okay. So one LeBron Ramon James. Follow me here. Yep. Has. An option that he needs to pick up for that season, right? For the next season. Braun player option, writing it down. For not this season, for the following season. 2023-24 season. T- yeah, the 22-23 season. Wait, oh, no, no, I'm no, sorry. no, no. This is the 22-23 season right. coming up. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Correct. So LeBron James picks up the 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 the, the option on his contract. That would okay? be for his year 19 season? Correct. So the option on that year, if I recall correctly, okay, is this it's this year, twenty two twenty three, and it's at forty four point four million dollars. Okay. Okay. Because technically in twenty twenty three he's an unrestricted free agent. Now, LeBron has two options. He can either pick up the option for the one year deal, or he can sign an extension this offseason that they can deliver to him on August first. Okay? All right. So follow me here. Russell Westbrook is under contract this year. The chances of them getting him off the books 
before uh, August 1st is slim and none, is what I would say. And slim went on vacation. <laughs> I love that term. At least without attaching a first-round pick. And they don't have one until 2027. They don't have one, so yeah. Right. But what will happen is when Russell Westbrook comes off the books, okay, after this season, and LeBron is technically off the books if he just opts in, it means you have a max salary slot. Okay. Now follow me here. I mean, we are we are relatively deep in capology hell right now. Okay, just right now. Okay. Yeah. So let me again. I'm just I'm framing it this way. LeBron has two options on August first. You either sign an extension, which is multiple years, or you just have the opt in for this season. Now, most people think if LeBron opts in for this season, oh boy, he's leaving the Lakers. You know what I mean? Because, because he's not signing the extension. The, ex- right. the longer term extension. Right. But what if I told you that? LeBron James doesn't sign the extension, does the opt-in to give him the flexibility to sign a max player like Kyrie Irving, who the Nets have said, they, or at least reportedly, not interested in signing long-term, which means Kyrie would probably have to opt into his deal this season for one year with the Nets, much like LeBron would, and you get a Kyrie-LeBron reunification with Anthony Davis under contract for two more seasons. What does LeBron sign with sign for after that? Slot? Well, you can go over the cap for him because you have his bird rights, right? So the, the, the order of this is, this is my ridiculous pie. I get it, in the sky I get it. Plan. This is not as ridiculous as one might think, but it takes a lot of doing. Is oh no, but these are the things that have to happen a year in advance at least. Right. And let's just say that we've known historically that in the NBA, sometimes people, people think a year or longer in advance. This is true, and LeBron is the king of that. Particularly LeBron. So let's just say LeBron only opts in for this year, declines the extension, opts in for this one year with the Lakers. People are panicking. Stephen A. is screaming on first day, Oh, my God, LeBron's going to leave the Lakers. Right? But meanwhile, LeBron is cackling in the background going, ha. Do Little you, do you know. Do you think that they have the wherewithal, like the, the the Laker fan base has the wherewithal for LeBron to make that move and then still make up for it by saying he planned all along for Kyrie to join him? Like, do you think they would actually Look, if there's one him? thing I know about LeBron, generally speaking, historically, okay, is that he plays chess, not checkers, okay? Yeah. So I think that if – if I was giving free advice, that's the line I like to use around here. <laughs> I would say, LeBron, if you're listening, and perhaps you're not, my guess is you're not, but maybe someone you know is listening. I think the move is you opt in for the $44.4 million, Russ's contract expires after this season. In free agency, they would have to – if Kyrie only opts in, if Kyrie only has a one-year deal, right – LeBron that would and also Kyrie expire. have to do the same thing. That this- Kyrie and LeBron would both have to just opt in this season. Right. Okay? Then all of a sudden, it's in play for them to play together. And the Lakers would have to sign Kyrie first because they'd have to sign him into space because he's not their player. And then they can go over the cap for LeBron. And because your big three is now Kyrie, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. Now, okay. Now, you know, you know what this, this reminds me of? Mm-hmm. What's that movie where all the old criminals get together? Oh, Ocean's Eleven. No, not that one. Where oh. there, it's an action movie. 
Oh, Schwarzenegger is in it. Hold on. I can't remember. Oh, the uh, Expendables. The Expendables. This is an Expendables-level plan. You know what I'm saying? With an Mm -hmm. Expendables-level result. And I don't – listen, in a vacuum, all of that breaking the way that it could for the Lakers is great. But I think – look, in 2022, where LeBron and Kyrie are on what I'll just call the NBA Jedi Council in terms of leadership and – styles and where they've been in their careers i i just don't think that you can count on in two whole more seasons that level of chemistry being able to come back together in a way that isn't just kind of ridiculous on some level like i i don't know that i'm buying give me two years down the road lebron and kyrie considering what we've seen of kyrie and lebron in the previous two seasons to now, never mind from now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know that that stock that I'm buying at that long term of a – that far away, George. I, I, I just think that historically LeBron has been the guy to plan ahead. I, I don't disagree with you. It could happen that way. I just – what I'm saying is I don't know how good that option even really is. And oh, I think if you get Kyrie, Anthony Davis, and LeBron, I, now I am think you're a championship-level team. Yeah, but that's in two seasons. Like – God knows what's going to happen in between there, and what no, you know what I mean. Like you see guys like Harden who fell off. In an oh, but instant. I don't think you think Kyrie is going to fall off. I don't know you, that I think you that think that LeBron gonna is going to fall. It's off. not that I think that they're going to fall off. I just think that like first of all, they don't got that fall to fall far to fall at this point. It's not like you know. I mean, I realize LeBron was the best player on the team, but that was on you know a not great team. I just you're you're really counting on something that that's 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 LeBron's last shot. If he yes, gets, it, if, it is. It if is he his gets last shot. to that shot, is what I'm right. saying. And so, like, whether or not you want to take the risk, and this is where, to, to your point, this is where this would actually be a reason for Lakers fans to be upset, is because guess what? If he even did what he said he was going to do and actually sold the plan, like, no, I'm doing this for a reason, he could still change his mind. You know what I'm saying? Something else could still come along. And that's why I think that's a lot of risk to put in a situation like that, even and, for something that's only going to get you an aged LeBron and a Kyrie that is doing Lord knows what as far as his interest in basketball. But it, it also puts you in a situation when you're the Lakers that you actually have someone else to play with Anthony Davis. Which I agree. Is the, so, yeah, I agree. It, it puts you in a situation like that. And none of these other people have to be LeBron or Kyrie, by the way. That's the reason why you would not have that much of a problem with it, because you might be able to find somebody else who wants to show up. And play right. But the, if you look at the 2023 class, there's not a lot there. No, but I mean, I, unless I, you're buying that Bradley Beal is finally going to say, OK, I'm ready to leave Washington. I'll never be buying that. Correct. I don't think that's going to happen. But. Right. And Nikola Jokic is the best player beyond that. And he's never leaving Denver. They're giving him that extension, the fat ba- bag, to, you know, extension. So that's yeah, not it's, that's I get that 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 is a very good theory for getting. I, I just think it, I just think if there's if there's a way for those two guys to kind of figure it out. Um, I, I, they know what they're capable of together, right? Yeah. So they knew what they were capable of together years ago, though. Correct. You know, but that's I why it's think... the Expendables. You know, okay. The old guys. Uh, Greg, it. what do you think? Do you like my pie in the sky? <laughs> I am very anti-Kyrie in all senses. So wow. As much see? as you're, okay, I, see. I just don't think that bringing okay. in Kyrie. I like having somebody to play with Anthony Davis, but I just don't think this is the right guy to do it. He's in- incredibly talented, but he's not trustworthy. He's all he's injured all the time too. You already have Anthony Davis who's injured all the time. I just I don't trust that pairing. I don't trust. Kyrie. Well, then I don't see a lot of avenues to a championship right now. Ah, well, that, that's oh, a well, whole I mean, nother conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I, that's the problem. I don't, I don't disagree with that either. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, big deal or no deal? Two minutes. Let's go. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thank you, Christopher. All right. Lindsay's out. Bergman's in. What do you got, Bergman? All right. So the time of minor league baseball games are down over 20 minutes on average this year with the implementation of the new pitch clock at 14 seconds. Scoring and runs have remained about the same. Because of that, Clinton, many think an even shorter pitch clock is coming to the majors in 2023. Is that a big deal or no deal? Huge deal. Um, for people that attend a ton of baseball games, and I don't just mean at the major league level, this is to the eyeball test of any average person who watches a lot. The single most obvious thing you can do to cut down on time is slowing down the, or rather speeding up the amount of time between pitches. It's as simple as that. Um, from an entertainment standpoint, it helps. From a, honestly, from back in a playing day standpoint, it helps. I mean, a dude is working fast, way easier to stay focused on the field, especially on the infield in terms of what you're doing. It's just more fun. And number three, it's obvious the time is there. I went to a game. The first time I ever went to a pitch clock game was in Nashville, Tennessee. I happened to be there for something. I said, well, let me pop in on the sounds. I realized the clocks were there. They got through nine in like 2.15. It was something insane. And I was like, oh, this was a market difference. So to me, pitch clock is the easiest place to cut things off without actually chopping away at what the game actually is. I'm with you 100%. Huge deal, big deal. Uh, I believe that... If you can tell me that the average baseball game will be 215 to 230, I think you will get a lot more people interested in Major League Baseball because we live in an era right now. And it's kind of it refers back to kind of what we were talking about earlier where Richard Jefferson, our pal, was saying that he thinks shortening the season is not a good idea. I respect anyone's perspective on that, especially someone who played. But the reality is people's attention spans are at an all-time low, man. <laughs> yep. And you you got to be able to you know figure it out because of that. And I think that Major League Baseball, if it can get down to that 215, 230 range, um, similar to the NBA, that's where they're at right now, 215 to 230 most games, I, I think it helps baseball in a big way. I'll say this also, Greg, is that to, to, to George's point, it does help baseball if people know what they're in for. But I also think – Baseball games that happen quickly are better baseball games. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like that, and that's ultimately where I am from that. Like, keep it moving. It's just more fun. If you're in for a dime and in for a dollar anyway, the faster it happens, it's probably more entertaining. So. Yeah, a little bit. But it's right now the pitch clock is about 25 seconds. So it's really not that much of a big deal. Are you like, no, 14 me? is a big deal. No, four, 14 is way too fast. 10 seconds I, off every pitch? 10, yeah, 10 seconds off every pitch is a yeah. massive change. It's, no, it lot. is a huge. It is a huge change. I think it's too fast of a change for a major nah. league. No, you go to 15 25 seconds. seconds Right now is already fine. Nobody's getting, nobody's going over that twenty-five seconds anyway. Yeah, but the point is, in the games are too long. You know what I'm saying? To me, 
15 seconds is where you keep it moving, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where you're actually making change, not where you're just saying we're trying to appease people that kind of don't want everything to get upset. Honestly, I don't even think the batters will want them to have a 14 Again, second pitch clock. They can deal with it, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. That's kind I mean, of my I, point. I, think it's I don't need you, no more Garcia Pera up in here adjusting every single thing on your body, every single pitch. Get in the box, swing the bat. Here to play baseball. Yeah, no, anyway. I'm all right, all right. All That's right. just me. All right, uh, next one. Do I have to hit a button or anything? Or is it just no, you're good. Just, no, just kind of go. All right. <laughs> so, all right, so Heck. Joe Girardi was relieved. Take it away, corporate Greg. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I could use that one. I can use the, the key Who one. Who hit that? Um, Greg, no one. I no, said it. Yeah. Oh, you oh, said damn, that, with that your was mouth? good. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was really good. <laughs> uh, Joe Girardi was relieved of his duty as the manager of the Philadelphia Phillies today. He was, he was replaced. Yeah, right. He was replaced by bench coach Rob Thompson. Not all that interesting, right? Well, Girardi, after being fired, still went on MLB Network and did his weekly hit with them and said this about Thompson. He's the best coach I've ever been around. He has great baseball sense. He was deserving of this a long time ago. This is kind of an odd thing to say to me. Is this a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Big deal because it shows you what kind of dude Joe Girardi is, like that he, he cares about the people he, he, that worked, in this case, under him. Um, and, and I've always gotten that sense about him. He's a pretty straight-up guy, almost sometimes to his detriment. Um, I think he also – he's – He's been a good manager. I think that people thought he was going to be a great manager, and I think that uh, he's fallen short of that expectation, but I don't think that changes that he's a good dude. Yeah, I'll say no deal, only because until the Phillies move into some level of relevance, who their manager is is not particularly important. What's interesting to me about this story is the timeline of how it happened. He said three days ago he wasn't worried about losing his job. And then he got fired, which leads me to believe that he didn't care if he lost his job right. because this team has not been performing the way that he wanted them to. And so if on the way out you say, nope, not worried about it, then you get fired and you say, oh, this guy deserves it. Good for Joe Girardi. He can do whatever he wants now because apparently managing that team wasn't of much interest to him. I mean, is this just me or have I never – I've never heard a manager lose their job and an hour later say how great the next person is. Again, well, that's somebody he worked who for him, ready though. to go. Yeah. yeah. and Right. He wanted out, clearly, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, you know? no, clearly. And then even going on a, an appearance an hour after you get <laughs> fired is kind of incredible to me. I've never seen anybody ever do anything like that. He's a baseball lifer, though, so that, that doesn't surprise me that he was willing to do that. But right. like, And yeah. he's also going to get another job, I'm sure, somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, probably. All right, so this one, I'm not going to make it a big deal or no deal. It's just a question. Odd Shark put out some weird odds today. It was about Kevin Durant and where he was going to play next year. The Nets were minus 5,000, so he's not going anywhere. But next was the Phoenix Suns at plus 150, which is actually pretty decent odds for something like this. So just entertain the premise. If Durant leaves, where would you most expect him to play and why, Sedano? The Knicks. Um, Only because I think the Nets thing is going to implode over the next couple of years. And I think he likes New York, and I think he probably should have gone to the – he probably was going to go to the Knicks initially, and Kyrie convinced him Brooklyn instead. So I think the Knicks – look, his manager is a huge Knicks guy. Like, I was stunned he didn't end up there, that he listened to Kyrie. Uh, so I, I would expect it to be the Knicks. Uh, I won't say I'll expect it. I'll defer to George on this because he's a little closer to that. I'll say I want it to be the Knicks. Are you kidding me? If this dude went across town from Brooklyn to Manhattan as one of the best players in the league and told everybody a big revenge tour to screw off and he never liked Brooklyn to begin with or whatever, that'd be hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Guys changing teams within cities is always something I'm going to root for as a fan, for sure. So what would you think it would look like if Phoenix is second at plus 150? What would that even look like? Um, 
Well, I mean, it'd be Does great if you have him and Chris Paul and Devin Booker together. I mean, I don't expect DeAndre Ayton. That's to an eight and free team. Yeah, it is an eight and free team. I don't, I don't know. The Ayton situation is another discussion. Kale Bridges, or is I'm it? very upset with them for botching this Ayton scenario. And they I, did, but I don't think he's a max player. I, but see, okay, I was just talking about this with somebody else today. He's not a max player in the context of. If you look at every other guy who's gotten maxed for what they are, he's up there. But if you're the Suns, he's worth something more than he is probably to somebody else to you because of what you're trying to do and what he's done. I, I genuinely believe that. Now, that might not be the case anymore because of whatever happened between him and William and Monty at the end of the season might have forever fractured that. But this mm-hmm. is one of those situations where, you know, native son, et cetera, et cetera. You wanted this guy to be at the very least your max guy, even right. if he's not somebody else's max guy. I'm very disappointed in how this is borne out. I'm not, I don't like it, but that's well. And, and for Monty to say what he said at the end of the season, that that's internal. That's like a huge red flag. You hate to Mo- see that because right. Monty's not that guy. No, you know, not at all. We love Monty. Just because you're talking about max guys and with Aiden, like, would you max? Zion right now? No, not right now. Not right now, but this is a not dissimilar situation. The, the Pelicans might have to do it just to f- say that they're in the game. You know what well, I'm saying? And, and he, here's the thing. I, I would say this on the flip side. After what I saw the Pelicans do this season, if I'm Zion, I'm trying to get back as quickly as I can. Because right. that team is good. Right. No, I mean, I just, I don't know. There, there's We're at that phase... George, where there's like a certain tier of guys that are getting into those contract talks in their careers, but they're getting compared to like different generations of guys. And it's hard to really figure out what team has the most need for certain things along the same roster construction rules. And those are very unique situations to me, Greg. You know, what the Pelicans do with Zion versus what the Suns do with Aiton, you can't just say, oh, well, there's Max or they're not. It depends on what you're doing as a team and what you're trying to strategize with down the line. And I think both of those teams, if I'm a fan, I'm like, yeah, keep somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because we got to have somebody in the building in order to get people out. By by the way, the Pelicans have the eighth pick in the draft that would have been the Lakers this year. Yeah, right. That's right. That was very fun. You should have listened to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I, I, I mean, listen. That would that, that that's a nuanced situation because I said go do what you got to do to get Anthony Davis, but then when I saw the hall immediately, I was like Ooh, maybe a little too much, but if it gets a championship, okay, right. and it did, it got a championship. Yeah. All right. So the only thing I got left is a Cleveland Brown story. Do you want me to? to yeah. Read? What the hell? All right. Why not? In honor. <laughs> In honor of Lindsay. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Gotta have a Cleveland alert. All right. So I'm just gonna read it exactly. It's actually was supposed to be for radio. Oh, by Tinder. the way, I need to say something. Bingo. Oh, he beat me. Didn't I say it off mic? I'm on we bingo. Have a, uh, we have a Sedano and Cap bingo that one of our listeners created. Uh, okay. Uh, Royce Br- Tony, who is a, uh, a director uh, of a couple of 30 for 30s, including the Run Ricky Run one. Um, he's a, a listener to the show. He lives in L.A. And he created a bingo card. And one of them is uh, one of the <laughs> one of the pieces on the card is Lindsay mentions Cleveland. That's a good one. That's a good one. So, I, so in honor of Lindsay, the Cleveland Browns are still trying to unload quarterback Baker Mayfield. While there were few opportunities to trade the former number one overall pick, one was the Carolina Panthers. The two side the two sides actually began no- negotiations of a trade, but the Panthers wanted the Browns to pay seventy five percent of Mayfield's contract in order to get a tr- the trade done. That would be a thirteen to fourteen million dollars of Mayfield's eighteen point eight million dollar deal. Should the Browns, or do you think the Browns will end up having to pay the majority of Baker's salary in a trade, Clinton? I regret saying yes to this question. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, internal salary cap chalk talk of NFL teams in the middle of June. I'm sorry, I don't have enough big feeling on that. But ah, oh, man, I just I'm trying to think, George, of who I think I'm gonna. Th- 
think Baker Mayfield is like when Baker Mayfield's career is done. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, am mm-hmm. I going to relate him to, I don't know, Cade McNown? Or am I going to relate him to no. or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Like, who? Because it's not trending well. I don't. I mean, who's he going to start for? Who's going to? I don't know. I, I just. I'm very up in the air about a lot of things. With Baker Mayfield now, and it has nothing to do with the Browns or right. Because he was supposed to be Drew Brees, and he's yes. not. I, I mean, I mean, well, Drew Brees, the start of his career wasn't that great. No, that's true. But do you think he's going to turn into Drew Brees? I mean, I, I mean, if he plays in for if if Sean Payton were still the coach in New Orleans, maybe. But but that's not happening because he's not the coach in New Orleans. Right. I don't know. You know. What do and, you think? I mean, it just depends on where Sean Payton ends up. You know, the Sean, Sean Payton's going to coach again. So I, I feel like he's kind of a little bit of a quarterback whisperer in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, right now I'm with you, though. I don't even know what that would be, like what the, what the comparison would be. It's weird because the guy had so much promise and he was such a fun player and he's such a star. But yeah, he doesn't but seem to he, have a place. He's, he's more limited than people think. Like, oh, no. Uh, Drew was more mobile than him. Let's start there. OK, when Drew was young, uh, when Drew was his age, he was very mobile. Um, secondly, now Baker may have a stronger arm, um, but I also think, you know, Drew, we're talking about, even when he was with the Chargers, like, was still one of the more accurate passers. Yeah, he was a better passer in general, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, yeah. I feel like the, I've never been a big Baker Mayfield person. Um, I've never thought he was going to be some star, so I'm not surprised. But, look, man, I, you wouldn't, if you would have told me Ryan Tannehill was going to play in an AFC Championship game, I would have thought you're nuts, so. Yeah. That's fair. To be fair, what I meant as a star was as a personality. You know what I mean? As a, as a oh no, no, no. He's got the per- all tons of. Per- he's got maybe too much personality. Yeah, and it's a shame the that they that that the NFL can't find a place for this guy. You know what I'm saying? Because he's See, popular, people like him, and he's pretty decent. But like, but it doesn't I, seem like anybody wants to get on board I, with. I, him. I I thought Johnny Manziel would be what Baker Mayfield is. Oh, did you? I, I did. Okay, I don't know that I had that much faith in Johnny Manziel. He was always getting a little too. Yeah. Loose. So what happened was when I blew that one. <laughs> oh, so oh, Mayfield. I saw was... the Baker thing, and I'm like, hmm, I'm not gonna let that happen twice to me. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, all right. That is big deal, no deal. Each and every day at six thirty. All right. Coming up next, we got one more segment to go. I don't know what the hell we're gonna talk about, but it'll be fun. So stick around. We're back in two minutes. Because <laughs> he's still salty. He wasn't invited. I'm not salty. I'm yes, over you it. are. No, I'm over it. I might have talked to Taylor on the side. How about that? Oh, I didn't play No, you did. I didn't I was, do you that probably don't even know what Taylor looks like. Stop. I don't know what Taylor looks like. What are you talking about? I'm in here all the time. <laughs> Kaplan didn't know what he looked Taylor like. Taylor <laughs> Kang is my dude. He Kaplan did go. not. Kaplan had never really? met him in person. Yeah. I'd oh. only met him once, so what the hell am I talking about? Oh, no. About? Yeah, I've seen Taylor. Maybe I mean, no, twice. Reminder. I've, seen, I, I've I mean, met him twice. Unlike some people yeah. at this station, I show up even when <laughs> I'm not here to talk. Because my friends work here, and I work across the street. That's half the convenience factor. Let's be real, George. TV you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, you know, I yeah. pop over. I, see I pop over yeah. when I'm doing TV now. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. That's why I know who Taylor Mostly is. Mostly Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday uh, right. will be the days that I will be. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's why when you said, like, today, I'm like, bro, Friday traffic. Mm. No, I get it. You might have been downtown for something. Who knows? You know what I mean? I yeah. thought you might have wanted to come in. See, you know. Yeah. You but I want to see you. You might have wanted inviting... to fellowship with the you know president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man community. This is something that people ask me for I, 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 finals I, games yeah I, i've already well yeah i well yeah yeah um you know what maybe we can watch a finals game somewhere i think that, that what are we doing cool. this weekend that's how we're going to kill this segment well what i'm going to the dodger the game on sunday oh go dodgers very well what's yeah. your setup how do you how do you do that is it just sedano goes on Ticketmaster, buys tickets and yeah, the family yeah, yeah, goes yeah. okay yeah yeah we go family event yeah very well. I know. You could have a guy. It will be young Mateo's first Dodger game. Oh, Aww. this is fantastic. Are you going to get him a jersey? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He already has jersey. one. I already bought, I bought both of them jerseys a while back. Okay, okay. Important question. Yeah. Name on the jersey. Name. 
Um, I don't remember, actually. That's a good question. They might have been Kershaw jerseys. I Is Arya's thought. pink? Okay. No, no, they're real yeah. Dodger jerseys for kids. Yeah. Nice. Pink. Nice. The Asul. Yeah, they, yeah. A lot of little girls wear pink jerseys. No, yeah. Arya doesn't like pink. Yeah, yeah I'm not a big fan of that. Me, the pink it and shrink it yeah. movement no. is not the way to go, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, she's like more of a purple person. Oh. That's why uh, she likes the Lakers. So. Yes. See, smart girl. Mm-hmm. I have plans to see Top Gun Maverick this weekend. But this Although she was, it was weird. I'm sorry. I didn't no, mean to interrupt. Uh, because she, um, you know, when she first started understanding basketball was the year the Lakers won in the bubble, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it was kind of cool because they were playing the team that, you know, I, I grew up rooting for. So, um, so she would like, so, you know, we watch a lot of Lakers and Heat games in this house. And um, so last year, she was a bit perplexed as to, you know, because she's so, like, she would always say, like, oh, yeah, the Lakers, you know, they win a lot. And I'm like, yeah, they do. They do win a lot, actually. And then last year, I'm like, yeah, Lakers lost. She's like, daddy, the Lakers aren't winning a lot. And I'm like, yeah, they're not. <laughs> Hashtag analysis. This is your yeah. fault, George. <laughs> yeah, they're not winning a lot. Sorry. That's funny. So now you got to figure out how you're going to manage expectations for a baseball yeah, game. So th- yeah, so that's why we're getting into the Dodgers a little bit because, you, know, you know, they're going to be good. So we know that. So For a long time. That's not going anywhere for a while. Are they right. going to want to be there every weekend, do you think? I don't know. If they do, I can get like a weekend package at some point. That's not a bad idea. It's yeah. Good, good reason to go to They're the They're fun. Oh, I love it's taking so – uh, I love going to Dodger games. What, yeah. I, what I was going to say before I was interrupted by yes. the person who hosts this show. <laughs> Top Gun. So <laughs> nothing wrong with that. What I was going to say is I, I, I want to go see Top Gun. But mm-hmm. the, the weirdest thing has come over me recently, which is that I have a real hard time – spending time in movie theaters these days because I feel like, yo, the weather is just too nice. I'd rather do something outside. I'm at a point in life, George, where I'd rather, like, this is the kind of movie where I'd pay extra to watch it at home, like, on release date. You know what I'm saying? And I know that the industry is different now and some movies you can watch at home and some you can watch in the theaters. This is one I would have gladly watched at home. But for whatever reason, I'm like, am I going to go sit in a movie theater for two and a half hours to watch this? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. It, it looks fun. I'm going to go do it. But, like, I don't want to waste any appreciable portion of my Sunday, mm-hmm. as in day of sun, not day after Saturday. <laughs> you know what I mean? To sit in a movie theater. You there's know what certain, I mean? There's certain movies that you need to see in theaters, and this is this one is of one of them. Yeah. I haven't the seen it, but I asked Greg, and he said, yeah, we got to right, go. I guess. Go. Did you see it, Sedan? I did. It was good. It okay. was really good. I'm going to yeah. go do it. I'm going to yeah. see it. Yeah. It was really. I should really hint at somebody that they should take me to see the movie. Just <laughs> um, but yeah, so that this is this is this is where I am in life. I'm like I'd pay twice as much if I could just watch it at home. But I guess I'm not going to do that this weekend. Don't do that, Greg. What are you doing this weekend? I am not doing much of anything. I am going to be restful. Very restful weekend mm. after a long week. I'm, it's just going to be me and Riley. We're probably going to go to the pool because we have a pool outside, and then, uh, you know, I haven't decided anything else beyond that. You know, that's a good point. We're getting to pool weather. Yes. That's how this is where Careful. we're at basically. Careful pool weather and anytime you're in pool weather you have to go to the pool. What do you consider pool weather? Like anything above 75 degrees? Yeah. Okay. Cuz for me, what okay, let me ask you this separately. What does it take for you to get in the pool? I will go to the pool at a certain temperature. I won't get into the pool unless it reaches above like 90 or 95. Or like, or it get, or it's hot enough where I have to get in the pool. Every time I'm near one, you get in the pool. Every I'm time? getting in the pool. Yeah. Wow, there's okay. not, there's not a time where I'm not getting in if it's okay. warm. The pool I basically yeah. use as a shower in the summer, <laughs> not like to wash, but like when I feel like I'm too hot, jump in the pool, get back out, then you're good. That's how I operate on the pool. Sedano, um, we've got a pool in the Sedano household. Um, we usually start going into it like around Memorial Day, and then Memorial Day lasts till about I don't know September October. All right, that's a that's a pretty long pool season. Yeah, 
But he has yeah. his own pool. That see, that's the key distinction. When now, you have your own, great. Yeah. When you're the, sharing the, like us in apartments, ee. the it's hot different. tub gets usage in the winter. More usage in the winter, I would say. Oh. The hot Do tub. you use the hot tub in the summer? Occasionally, because it's oh. nice and cool at night. Summer so. night in the hot tub, bro. Yeah, that's ace. We got there's two on the roof of my building, and they're more packed. I mean, they're packed at night. People are up there partying, doing all sorts of nonsense. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Exactly. That's why you mm, careful with getting in those. I'll stop it. Anyway, it's it's. Don't remember it's, Lindsay's thing about Vegas again. You know? I'm not bringing up that kind of weird stuff, and I don't live in <laughs> Vegas, but I do use the hot tub more at night. I probably would never. I can't think of the last time I was in an actual swimming pool when the sun went down. Can't think of it. Hmm. Michael play some volleyball this weekend, Greg. Nice. There you go. Do that. Might do that. Take gotta, Greg with you. Got to find my way around. You know, that's not a bad idea. Got to find my way down to a court. You okay with a 10-year-old hanging around? Of course. Then, yeah. I love children. Children love me. Yo, was, your daughter is super I was a camp counselor for too. years. I got all sorts of excellent keep kids entertained skills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How, how old is Aria now? Is she six? Seven? Oh, eight. Eight? Yeah. So are we, so it's, is it, is it summertime in the Sedano household? Are not yet. Out school of school? next week. Next week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What are the so plans? we're not there yet. And then we are loading up on camps. I was going to say, this is what I was going to ask you about. Yeah. That's why I brought up the camp counselor situation. What yeah. is the we camp We are loading readout? up on camps. We have a couple of local camps that are just like fun, pool, day, day activities. Camps? Yeah. Like, yeah. During the day, like nine to two. Um, there's a coding camp. She's big into coding. Okay. Um, so there's, there's one week of that. Um, there's, uh, there's, there's a bunch of those, a bunch of those. But what are they? I'm very interested. Do you do sports camps? Do you do, because there's like a sports camp. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's one sports camp. That's just at like some, um, it's in Torrance. There's, I don't know. I don't even know the name of the place, but it's like, um, yeah, it's like a bunch of like activities. They play a bunch of sports and like they're there all day. Basically. That's yeah. cool. Cause you they know, they break up at the teams and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Sports camps are fun, man. That's what I did when I was like, you know, between like some of the summers in high school. After college, the sports really? counselor. Yeah. yeah, I would Mad never. Fun. My parents never. There's a would camp let at the me. school, the elementary okay. school too. Right. So there's that, and then there's the coding camp. Yeah, like there's a bunch of stuff. We're just doing a lot of stuff. We're knocking a lot of stuff out. Very. Cool. And then we're going on vacation. We got a couple weeks where we're going to be out. So. All right. Were you glad to be back home after all that running around you were doing for the last three? Weeks? I was. I got to be honest. I was. Uh, I, I mean, I was literally hungover when I was on <laughs> with you that last day. So. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, that kind of goes to show you, you know, where yeah. I was at that stage. So I get it. I, get I mean, it. I fasted for 44 hours. So. Are we still? What did you break your fast with? Uh, just a a, a, a tri berry smoothie, uh, you know, like a little blackberry, blueberry, raspberry smoothie thing. So you didn't even eat real food? <laughs> no, I had. Well, I had a little, uh, you know, a little uh, wheat, uh, some wheat bread, some wheat toast. Yeah, like something. You, bro, if you're fasting, Sounds you delicious. can't like go like straight <laughs> right? for like the gusto. I was just about to say, Greg is looking at me like, what is this man eating? No, toast? you can't. Be, you, you, will wreck your, you will wreck your stomach. Yeah, you no, I get it. I get way. it. Like if you like if I went like and I said oh let me just go to KFC and get some fried chicken <laughs> yeah, you know or Taco about, Bell or triple wire yeah no. yeah my I would my stomach would go upside down in that scenario after that much fasting so. see that what you have there is what happens to me when I have meat after seven you triggered the wire tripped yeah. the wire you, it's you like know so now you understand where my stomach comes from yeah when you get to that yeah. situation but th- yeah you can't just fast and go like for the gust so we're having um i believe uh, we're getting chinese food today here on friday all right uh, not a nor- normally a pizza friday but i you know i was like eh, i'm not really in for pizza today okay so we're doing chinese food today and yeah like i so i had to get like some something more like you know nothing that was too harsh uh, as the first meal of the day to then be able to graduate to something a little more i uh, got it 
I got you know, it. Tasty, okay. let's call it. Well, that's why okay. I could never fast because I, I just don't have that kind of maintenance control over my stuff. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that kind of inventory control. I'm not trying to do all that. Yes. Well, we love that you're in control when you're here in the studio. Thank you for joining us, Clinton, as you're always. very welcome, sir. Glad to be here. Yes, sir. Uh, great job, uh, Greg in for Lindsay and Laura as well. Uh, we will talk to you el lunes. I believe Cappy will be back in the seat, and I'm sure he'll be going, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, at some point. So make sure you tune in for that. See you.